Hello, cleaning buddies. Welcome to the podcast. This is Jen Lynn, and I'm not exactly sure what this is going to be, but it's definitely about my phone addiction that I used to have because I'm no longer addicted to my phone. <laughs> um, I know it sounds like I'm joking here, but um, so one of the final things I have to do in order to be done with like to start right now is to have a final message. Um, the problem is though that I don't really have a place to put a final message because I didn't exactly follow directions and I kind of unfollowed and deleted people and got out of groups before I was supposed to. I wasn't doing that on purpose. I just, it just naturally felt like the right thing to do. And then later on, I found that there was actually instructions to do that. But I didn't realize I thought those instructions either weren't coming or whatever. So anyway, um, so this is going to be my final message. It's not my final podcast episode. I want to make that clear because this is not something that I consider to be part of my social media thing. Because to be honest, I don't really interact with you guys um, as much as I could because I don't really use the platforms that would allow me to do that. So... (laughs) um, So my final message, um, as far as it goes is I just want to, cause I kind of did tell my story, but, um, I, I tried to record this and I did like a 40 something minute thing and I just deleted it, which now I'm thinking might've been stupid, but I don't want to get into all that. I just want to talk a little bit about the book and then, um, we'll talk about like my final thing. So, um, But basically, I got to this point where I realized I was wasting so much of my time looking, watching videos that were meaningless to me, being, looking at social media, like looking at groups and people on social media that don't mean anything to me, like having these people in my friend group. Like I recently just added a whole bunch of people from a place where I used to work and then today I unfollowed them all. I didn't unfriend them because... I don't want them to be like, what the hell? She just friended me. But like I unfollowed them because they don't really matter to me. And I kept some people that I'm not sure about. I actually, um, the last time that I went on Facebook, I actually ended up unfollowing some people. So probably the next time I go on there, it will be just to see who else I should unfollow. I got rid of groups that I didn't want to be part of anymore. Um, but it really has just gotten to a point where this is taking up so much of my time to where I'm starting to realize like why I even needed cleaning buddies in the first place was because it gave me a different thing to do besides looking at social media all the time. Um, like, and I cannot tell you how long that I just recorded these and did not actually post them. That came from like reading success principles and stuff like that. Um, but it took me so long to even get to the point where I felt comfortable posting anything because I just, that really wasn't, I wasn't really doing it to help anybody. I think I was maybe just doing it to help myself a little bit, um, to keep away the, and the main reason, this is the, the bad thing about that. Like when I was not recording them for real, I mean, I was recording, but not for people was because um, and that really like okay so I always meant to be recording them from people but I never did anything about it because I was always on my phone um, but one of the main reasons that I originally started doing it like thinking back about it now 
was so that whenever I, um, like, got, um, like, when my husband would come home, it would look like I'd actually done something during the day. Because otherwise, I was basically just on my phone all the time. And there's times when I'm not. There's times when I would get really excited about doing this or that around the house or some kind of project or whatever, and I would stop as much. But it's been a consistent problem. And one of the reasons that I didn't, uh, wasn't stopping or doing anything about it was because I was honestly afraid of what my life would look like without doing it all the time. Um, so to just end my final message and get on to the rest of this, um, what I really wanted to say about it is that, um, I've read this book, Smartphone, Dumb Phone, use this easy way method. The book is like, it's so useful because not only does the text itself help to kind of deprogram you, help you think in a different way, continuously repeat the messages so that you really get them, um, which is always my problem with reading is that like after the chapter, I'd forget whatever it was. Um, But it's taken away the desire to do it because I understand that I wasn't getting anything from it to begin with. So I'm not losing anything. I'm not, nothing's going away except like what's actually happening is I'm going to gain a bunch of time back in my life, time to do the things that I really want to do, learn the things I want to learn, read the books I want to read, spend time with people I actually do care about, like my family. Um, there's a lot of like quotes and things from the book that I really wanted to kind of go through, but I don't know that I have time to do it here. Um, but anyway, so I still haven't finished my final message. (laughs) So today is the day that I have decided to stop using my phone in a junky way. Stop using junk apps. I kind of haven't been using junk apps for a while and the apps that I do use to stop using them in a bad way. Um, and today's the day that I decide to do that, to put my phone down and to actually start living my life. And I hope that this inspires some of you to join me, but that's it. That's my parting final message to my phone and anybody who... (laughs) Who might listen to this and uh, I don't know. So let me talk a little bit about the book because that was really what I wanted to do by finishing that up. Um, So the way the book is designed, like I said, it kind of helps deprogram your mind from the brainwashing that quitting is going to be hard. You know, you have a fear that there's really a misconception about how we are addicted and all that kind of stuff. I'm actually going to end this start a new segment in my car because I really do need to go pick my kids up I just realized what time it was so I'm gonna do that and um I'll be right back with you guys in a second okay so just had to make sure that my um my thing was off okay so um now to talk about the book 
I'm not going to say again how it's written because I already said that like 17 times. Um, but there's, so like when you're almost completely finished with the book, that is when you actually start getting to the actionable steps. So up to that point, it's mostly like reading up to like chapter, I think chapter 14 is the time to act chapter. Um, there are a couple spots where it has you, um, do, um, like a couple little things here and there, but for the most part, it's that chapter. Um, and then after that, there's really only four chapters left because the very last chapter is like a chapter for people who have gone through the book. So that is a chapter for them to read, um, after they've gone through the book and, um, review if they need to. It is not for somebody to just go to that chapter and read it and think they're going to get everything out of the book. Because like I said, um, you have to read the, well, I didn't say that because I deleted what I recorded earlier. So sorry. You have to read this book in the order. You have to do the steps in the order. They say it's like a combination to a lock. It makes sense. I promise you every page of the book is important to read to make sure that you get the full thing out of it. So it is important. Um, anyway, so, um, it really explains to you why, how you get addicted to using digital media, why it happens. Um, a lot of the misconceptions and the things that make you keep doing it. Um, and one of those things, okay, this has just been like the worst, I guess it's just not the time for me to try to do this right now. Um, (laughs) anyway, so I got to try to think of where I was because I got interrupted by a phone call. Um, so it goes over the misconceptions of why you think you can't quit, why you think it'd be hard to quit. And one of the things it talks about is like how addiction works. So addiction to anything basically works as the very first time you try the thing and it does give you this high. So this could be a drug. This could be social media, whatever it is that you, that's causing a problem in your life. Like I said earlier, as far as like not getting things done, Um, keeping you from doing things you enjoy, like reading or exercising or things you need to do, um, self-care stuff. Like you can't, you don't have time to brush your teeth at night because it's, uh, phone time. Anyway, so basically it starts out with you doing it the first time and you get some kind of high from that. And with digital stuff, you could use it a lot of times and not have that sensation. And then like something's not going quite right in your life and you do it then. And then all of a sudden it becomes like a crutch for you. So the very first time you do feel a high from it, but then after that you have the low because you're no longer getting the dopamine from it or whatever. So most people, like if you think about heroin, a lot of people think, okay, well the heroin user uses again so that they will be high again. That's not true. The reason they're doing it is not to get high. The reason that they want to get high is to relieve the pressure or whatever they feel from the last time they did it. So 
they got high and then hit a low. So to relieve the low, they have to get high again. But it's actually caused by the last time they got high. Because had they never gotten high, they would be more like in an equilibrium state. They wouldn't be dipping down to this lower level. And the problem with addiction is that the very first time you actually do get that sense of elation or whatever. Um, But after that, you actually start below your baseline. So where you start out the baseline, you did whatever you did and got high from it. Um, Then you got a crash below your baseline. So you think that doing it again is going to bring you at least back up to your baseline, but it never does again. Never. And it never makes you over. It just keeps sinking you lower and lower. And it makes sense if you think about it with any other kind of addiction, the addict needs more and more of whatever they're addicted to to get the same feeling. So that's basically what the person is doing. And the thing is, they never, they always talk about chasing the high with people who use drugs, but it's the same thing with the um, digital stuff. You never really feel that first feeling again. Um, It just continues to bring you lower and lower. And as you do it more and more, you feel worse and worse. And it just keeps perpetuating this cycle. Um, So anyway, they really do take you through. There's like all these different rules that you come to. Like you have like the first five rules within the first five chapters, I think. But then you don't start getting any more of the rules until um, somewhere in the tens or teens or something like that. Um, so it, it does take a little bit to get through it. Um, and it's funny because at certain points in the book, it will actually reference the fact that you've made it that far and how that, this means this, and this means this, that you've made it this far. Um, so that was actually kind of like a motivation for me to keep going. That's probably all a design of how the method works. Um, Now, I'm not, I'm just, this is the first day that I finished the book, and I'm talking about it, and I'm, you know, doing all this. I haven't actually read the last chapter, because I plan to do that um, later when I have some time or whatever to refresh myself, and, you know, supposedly I can come back to that any time to, like, refresh what's going on with it, uh, or anything I've forgotten. Um, There were a couple things towards the end I was kind of like, eh because I talked about the fact that I do use my phone as a, um, as an alarm clock. And at least for the first little while, I'm going to have to stop doing that because that's one of the rules. Um, so I do have an alarm clock that I can use. I never took it out of my room. I've actually used it for a long time. Um, so you're not supposed to really even bring your phone into your bedroom at all. Um, so I will keep mine in my closet And I think I'm still going to try to wake up from the alarm because I thought of an even cooler thing with this. Like, I could keep my phone in my closet but still use it as my alarm clock with the hope being that it will, um, crap, I hope this cop's not about to pull me over. Um, with the idea that it will, no, he's going after somebody else, thank goodness. (laughs) Sorry, that just, like, freaked me out. Um, with the idea that... I will actually get up when my alarm goes off because I'll have to go in there and turn it off. I might set my um, bedside alarm the first few times because my alarm is really low. Um, It's not very loud. So I want to definitely be sure that I can hear it. Um, But that was one of the things. There was something else that I was kind of like, 
okay. And, you know, it said it's, like, totally normal to feel a little bit nervous about it at first. But, and I haven't really had any cravings to jump on my phone and do anything with it. So, um, it gives you instructions for what to do, like, the first few times that happens. There's a reason why it continues to happen. And, like, one of the really cool explanations it gave that I really liked and thought was good is it talks about, like, imagine if you, um, all of a sudden, this happened, this actually happened to me before when I started working at a different location from where I originally had worked. So I have to drop my kids off at my mom's house. And, um, when I would get to this certain point, I had to get on the interstate going a certain way to get to my job. Well, when I changed locations, I had to start turning in the opposite direction, getting on the interstate, going the opposite direction. And several times I got on the interstate going the wrong way because I was so used to going to my old job. So basically when you first start having that thing, like check your phone, check your phone, it does not mean that you're not over it. It just means that it's something you've always done. So you have to recognize it and make sure (coughs) that you don't, um, do it. There's also like, I had to put a certain thing on my lock screen and home screen. Like I, you know, you choose it, but to call my attention to the fact that I'm on my phone, um, just at first you can change it back later on when you're like clear of everything, (coughs) but it's just to make you think like when you see it, you're supposed to ask yourself, um, you know, like what am I doing on my phone? Like what's my use of getting on my phone? You know, so that's, um, there's way more to it. I, the first time I recorded this, I actually went through and read everything that I had highlighted in the book, but that ended up taking like 45 minutes and I still hadn't actually finished the book at that point. I was just mostly finished with it. So I was like, okay, I don't want to, um, I don't want to start a whole new thing about that again because it'll take just as long. So, and then of course I started getting text messages about my kids and all this kind of stuff. They haven't even been at my mom's house for that long, but I, you know, it doesn't matter. I appreciate her allowing me to do that so that I could get some stuff done and so I could finish my book. Um, because it's just really important to me, but I will say this. So a couple of things. So before I even finished, which I said some of this when I was telling about the story of my phone addiction, um, that some things that started changing for me, but like, I promise you when I tell you that I used to, whatever I was doing, if I was reading like I was today, if I was doing anything really on my phone, besides being on social media or watching videos, I would always have this itch to be doing it. So like, I would always want to be on my phone Um, like I would stop in the middle of a book and like, I don't think I finished a book and I don't even know how long. Um, because every single time I would stop and get on social media or get on a video or whatever. And I did allow myself to do that to an extent while I was um, reading the book because it said to do that. Um, but I really started losing the desire to want to do it. And when that started happening, when I noticed that I was like, I really wanted to finish the book, but like I wasn't going to get on anything else when I was done or in between chapters or pages. I was like, wait a second, this is different. 
Um, when I was recording some other episodes for you guys today, um, like a lot of times when I'm doing the podcast, um, like before I decided to work on the podcast, I would be on my phone online or on YouTube or Facebook or whatever. Then I would do a podcast and then immediately, like a lot of times I would not even finish the podcast. I wouldn't even upload it, but I would be back on my phone on an app or, um, whatever. And I would be scrolling again, looking for stuff, whatever it was. And, um, so like I said, um, I have not had the desire to do that today. I haven't done it today. Like from the time that I left, um, to take my kids, came back, um, did the stuff I did around the house, read my book, did some podcast episodes to get a little bit ahead today. I have not gotten on, well, I did get on Facebook to follow some of the rules that it told me to do, to delete some stuff and do things like that. But otherwise, and actually I don't know, actually I have not done that since what I just said, since I um, took my kids so I could get some stuff done. And that's the other thing, like I would take my kids to my mom's to get some stuff done. And I, like, if I just had this much time, usually I wouldn't have gotten anything done because I would have been so much time on my phone, but I didn't do that today. So, um, there was one other thing. Oh, also last night. So another thing that happens to me a lot of the time is while I'm, while something's going on, this is a big trigger of me picking up my phone. I'll go, I wonder if there is a video. I wonder if like some question I'll have, I immediately go pick up my phone to go Google it and find out. So that happened to me last night when I was having fun with my daughter, my husband, um, making fun of the movie we were watching. And I actually had the thought and I thought that I could do that. Like I could go look it up, but I didn't really want to stop what I was doing to do that. Um, and I thought about it again this morning when I actually had the time to do it. And I just was like, who cares? So that was a big, um, I was happy to have had that happen. So that's all the reviewing of that I can do. So I hope that makes sense.